millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, it is Leslie Lois Unfiltered back with a recap and my take on what happened on this week's Bachelor with Matt. I think Matt James, isn't it? Right. Uh, I apologize for not being on here last week to talk about what happened. My nieces were visiting me from Milwaukee and I haven't seen them in a long time. So we were just nonstop on the go. A lot of really cool stuff outside. It was beautiful weather compared to this week where we've got snow and rain and wind. But it was gorgeous last week. So that's why I did not end up doing the podcast. But that's okay because... It was kind of an annoying show. It was the Sarah show who I admit, like I actually really liked her and they had the one-on-one and I thought they had a really strong connection, but she started to kind of lose it. I think she was doubting herself. Her insecurities were coming in. And also this process is not easy. Like I don't think I could handle um, like being really into a guy and then literally watching him take other women out in front of me. My jealousy would get (laughs) the best of me, I think. And I think that was part of it. But she also had some missteps, like she was feeling insecure. She needed to talk to Matt for reassurance. She interrupted a group date that she wasn't on, which just pissed off the other girls. And then she wouldn't come out of her room, um, and she was moping around. And then Matt, of course, had to go see how she was. And then when she did come down, though, I mean, the girls all jumped all over her about stuff. And eventually she just decided it was time to go home. I mean, she has a lot of family issues. You know, I I don't know if you remember, we learned about her dad who has ALS and she basically gave up her career to take care of him, you know. And so um, and and so the girls don't know that, but they were all kind of being mean to her when she finally did come down. Katie actually is the one that kind of befriended her and, and, you know, Sarah told her what was going on and stuff. And she's like, yeah, you need to be with your dad. And so she actually was defending Sarah a lot. And I, I have to say Katie, who I originally called, um, uh, Katie Dildo, because she brought a dildo the first night and was waving around all night long. She's actually stepping up, and I really uh, appreciate it. I think, you know, she, in fact, the beginning of this date, because um, beginning of this episode, all the girls are sitting around talking, and they start ripping into Sarah, who's not there anymore. And Katie kind of spoke up saying, look, especially to Victoria, who was just always mean but she was extra mean talking about Sarah and Katie was like she's gone like let it go don't be toxic anymore which of course Victoria did not like that I'm not calling her Queen Victoria anymore because I'm over it I'm over her she's my least favorite person in the house Uh, and uh, so Victoria did not take kindly to Katie calling her out in fact later she's like can I talk to you and she basically demanded an apology from Katie uh, for like calling her out basically and and good for Katie Katie's like no she's like if you're gonna be a toxic and rude about people I'm gonna call you out on it so I was like you go girl yeah tell Victoria and Victoria kind of threatens her I'm like what are you gonna run to to Matt again and whine that that now now Katie is bullying you you know you did that with Marianne and uh, I don't think I think he's gonna catch on because you're the common thread with a lot of the drama going on in the house okay 
So we still have that second group date to go on. And they really don't go on a date. It's more of a cocktail party. He doesn't see them until that night. And I got to say, you know when it obviously was very uneventful because they only showed really short clips of him talking to some of the girls. The most in-depth conversation you got was him talking to Chelsea when she was showing him pictures of her when she had long hair. Now, she's the model that has a shaved head, and she talked about growing up in an all-white community and being with uh, all-white people and her feeling like she had to have like her hair straightened every day and put all this stuff in it to kind of, um, I don't know, like fit in, I guess, type of thing. And then she got to a point where she decided to shave her head. I think she looks beautiful. And I think it really helped to find her as, as well. And so uh, he really loved that talk. And he ended up giving her the group date rose. Um, so that was kind of cool. So now we're at the cocktail party, rose ceremony the next day, right? And so he's talking to some girls. And, uh, you know, of course, our girls are going to be excited to try to talk to him and stuff. And Victoria is talking to him. And Chris Harrison walks in and says, uh, I need to talk to you right now, Matt. So, okay, what's going on? Well, he takes him outside, like down the red carpet where the girls originally walked in. And says because there was this record number of women that wanted that wanted to apply because it was Matt, they decided to bring more girls on. Um, I, I'm so I'm super torn on this because I'm like, wait a minute, we're three weeks in, and you're bringing new girls in. I mean, that's kind of it. Like, what 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 does that say to the other women? And the other women are pissed, like really pissed. At first, they thought it was Sarah coming back. But no, this limo or this car pulls up and the first girl is out. Her, her name is Brittany. She, she's from Chicago. Did not get a good first impression on her because she walks up to him and says, uh, I need to um, make up for lost time and sticks her tongue down his throat and basically makes out with him, which he obviously was not pulling back at all. So whatever. He's a guy. Of course, he's not going to turn that down. <laughs> right. So that was the first impression uh, of her. And then there were four of the women. <laughs> and uh, one of them is a uh, former Miss Puerto Rico universe. Uh, she's very pretty. And there's a, a one, one woman. Her name is Michelle and she's a teacher. And right away, I thought she just came off very natural uh, when she talked to him and stuff. And so I was like, out of the five of them, she was the one I picked out as, uh, yeah, I like her. So we'll see, right? Okay. Sorry, I got an email pop up in here. It's like, shh, I'm trying to do a podcast. So anyway, uh, the girls in the house, they like to call themselves the OGs, the original girls versus the new girls. Uh, and right away, Victoria's just mean. Like, she's such a mean girl. In fact, uh, Miss Puerto Rico, you, you know, Universe, the former one, she had a crown on. And Victoria literally took it off her head and said it belonged to her. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I would have lost it. I'm sorry. I'll be like, uh, excuse you? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's how the it went with the new girls, right? So, yeah, that did not go well. Uh, and so uh, at the rose ceremony, he ended up picking four of the five new girls to continue on, which, again, just pissed off the girls even more. Um, and I feel like we're starting all over again. I get that the, the producers are doing this because they know it's going to create more new drama in the house, which they're hoping will translate to ratings. But, like, seriously, why didn't you just have more girls in the beginning, you know? 
I don't know. It is what it is. Whatever. I know they're just doing it to to get ratings. <sighs> okay. So. <laughs> so what ends up happening uh, is, you know, the girls are all talking uh, the next morning and they're getting ready for, you know, what's going to happen for the next week. So first there's a group date. And three of the four new new girls are on this date. So, of course, the the original girls are all like, oh, we're going to show them off. They have no idea what they're getting involved in. And uh, they end up doing this fall in love fest. And it's hosted by Ben Higgins. You remember Ben Higgins, right? He was a contestant and then became the bachelor. And he ended up picking the girl I wanted him to, Lauren, which, of course, they they broke up and now she's married and pregnant and I think Ben is engaged I don't know if he's married or not but he actually came uh, before the 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 date started to kind of talk with Matt about everything because I mean talk about overwhelming for Matt you know and he's trying to be fair to everybody but he also needs to be fair to himself so I mean Ben really can't give him much advice because I don't think they've ever done this before so uh, so, but he just tries to be there for support for him to, you know, for someone to talk to. So they go on this, they go to this, uh, fall in love fest. It's basically an obstacle course, uh, for girls. Like they have them go into these thousand pound open pumpkins and canoe across the lake. <laughs> and then, um, uh, they have to get on these squirrel outfits and get an acorn and run across, blah, 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 you know, yeah. So it is pretty competitive, but Maury ended up uh, win- winning the race. And they said at the end, the winner was going to get this great prize. And I'm thinking, oh, is it maybe it's extra time with Matt. No, it was basically a trophy with uh, a pair of nuts on it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um Two acorns, okay? So I, I guess that was the big prize she got. <laughs> So, okay. Um, and so the, it, it, it kind of was fun, right? So then they go uh, to the cocktail party and Brittany, the new girl, right away interrupts uh, one of the other girls. And uh, Anna, I think she comes in, inter- uh, in yeah, uh, kind of interrupts what's going on, which Anna is not very happy about. Uh, and she talks with, and so at the end, when Matt's talking to everybody, he kind of highlights people that he, you know, like thought, you know, stepped it up. He, he talked, he mentioned Brittany, which I know the girls weren't happy about. And then he mentioned Anna, but in the end he ended up giving Bree the group date roach, which, and Bree's one of my girls. So I was really happy to see that. Now here's where it gets interesting because Michelle that new girl, she's the teacher I was mentioned. She gets the one-on-one date. I mean, and the other girls are like, what? Like, some, of, so a lot of them have not gotten one-on-one dates. And now she's in the house for less than a day and she gets a one-on-one. Ooh, girls are not happy about that. <laughs> but um, so they go on this date and it, it, it's uh, an extravagant scavenger hunt that Chris Harrison put together. So they start off by like zip lining and they get to do hot air ballooning. And I have to say like, they were really cute. Just watching my observations right away where they seem super comfortable and it feels like they've known each other a really long time. Just the way they, they interacted and gave each other a hard time sometimes. And they laughed a lot and you can see the chemistry and they both kind of said the same thing too. Like, it's so weird how it feels like they've known each other a really long time and it feels really natural and very uh, authentic with them. So I was like, Oh, this girl, I think she's going up high on my list already. 
And so that night they uh, end up having a, uh, you know, dinner and stuff. And, and she's a teacher in, in Minnesota. And so he, when he was asking her about teaching, she talked about trying to teach during this pandemic, how hard that's been. And then of course the George Floyd stuff and about how um, it's hard for her because she, you know, she's trying to teach her these kids something. She really wants to make an impact on the kids and the world uh, to do good things and stuff. And that really talks to Matt because Matt's very much the same way. And she knows about some of his charity organizations that he started. And it's really interesting to her as well. And it's just like they they just seem to really mesh well. And there's chemistry too because uh, they made out and stuff. And yes, yes, she did get the rose. I know this shouldn't be at all shocking to you, right? So in the meantime, back at the house. So Anna, we find out, uh, is from Chicago as well. And she said that she has had people messaging her on Instagram and stuff to watch out for Brittany and that, um, sh- that there's rumors going around that she knows all the rich men in Chicago because she's some kind of escort that she gets paid to be with guys. So first she tells it to Victoria and then continues it to tell it to other people. And of course it spreads like wildfire, through um through the house and i will say though for anna and this is at the end of the group the first group date before michelle's uh date she did confront Brittany about this but in front of all the other girls i mean talk about well, how would you feel if someone brought that up to you you know what i mean like and Brittany seems like she's like kind of a tough chick you know, and she even says later like you know she doesn't get super emotional but she's getting emotional about this you know and She's just like, uh, and so now this is out there. And she's like, that's not true at all. And I don't know why they would say this. So uh, now so now Anna has become kind of in that mean girl group as well. So we're here. So we know this is going to go, obviously, that this is going to be a storyline. The producers are loving this, aren't they? So after Michelle's, Michelle's date, we get another uh, a group date with a bunch of people. And it's it, none of the new girls are in it. It's all the older girls. But they get to um, fight for Matt. And so he brings in a five-time world boxing champ, Mia St. John. I, I admit I'd never heard of her. I'm not into a boxing or anything. But she's going to teach them kind of how to box because they are going to be fighting in front of a live audience that night. And the audience is basically the other girls in the house that weren't on the date. Well, I have to say, like, things got, like, uh, a little intense because girls were throwing, I mean, girls, we know how to punch, Uh, but, man, they were throwing some good punches in there and stuff, and it got to the point where Matt was like, okay, this doesn't seem fun anymore, like, someone who gets seriously hurt, you know, I meant this to be fun, like, slow it down, (laughs) and so he stopped it and said, let's go to the cocktail party. So uh, while they're the uh, at the cocktail party, the girls are once again trash talking the new girls because none of them are there, right? And it's just a g- continued thing. And Katie again s- tries to stand up for them and like, look, you know, yes, it sucks that they're here. I mean, but they're living with us. We should kind of embrace them into the house. But of course, no one wants to do that, right? Of course not. Girls like to you know, gossip and stuff. I can't help it. (laughs) So she kind of has enough. 
and feels like she, you know what, she's going to talk to Matt about this. So, because she's tried to now say a number of times to the women to like knock it off, but no one's listening to her. So Matt's out talking to producers or something. And so she comes out and says, can I talk to you? And um, she said, I just think you need to know kind of what the atmosphere in the house is right now. And she's like, it's really kind of a bullying mentality. And like people are, women are ganging up on, on other women and stuff. And she goes, and I've tried to say stuff, but maybe they'll listen to you. She goes, because some of the things these people are saying and rumors that they're putting out there could really destroy some of these women's lives, Uh, which is very true. And so, and so Matt was like taken back kind of like, whoa, 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 you know, type of thing. And she's like, maybe at the next cocktail party before the rose ceremony, you could address everybody and maybe they'll listen to you. And the one thing I have mass respect for of Katie is that she didn't mention names. Like right now, I think it's Victoria and Anna who are really stirring up the shit in there. Uh, but she did not throw them under the bus, which I thought was really cool of her. So uh, and it kind of ends there. <laughs> right. So it looks like this coming week, Matt's going to address the elephant in the room. So that'll be very interesting to see what happens there. And maybe finally Victoria and, and, and or Anna will get sent home. I don't know. <sighs> so right now, and I, the thing is, is like Abigail, I, I really hope she gets a one-on-one soon because she got the first impression rose. And then I feel like he hasn't done anything with her, you know? And so I, I really like her. I like Brie. I really like Michelle. And Rachel, I, those guys are probably my top four, but um, we'll see what happens, right? Now, in other Bachelor, Bachelorette news, did you hear that Claire already has broken, uh, been broken up with or they broke up? Was it Mike? Was that his name? See, I don't even remember. Um, yeah, the love of her life. Oh, she found her husband so fast, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was too good to be true. They did break up already. I was not a fan of Claire's at all. I thought she was kind of, she was mean and condescending to the other guys in the house, especially after she met her man. Uh, I just thought she treated everybody else like crap. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't shock me at all. And then there was another breakup, uh, to the, <laughs> man, I, I guess we should not be surprised. My husband makes fun of this. He's like, well, yeah, of course they're breaking up. This isn't real. Like, that's not true. There are a number of people that have had very successful relationships. <laughs> anyway, that is my take. Who are you looking at for your favorites right now? What do you think of the show so far this season, especially bringing on the new girls? I want your thoughts on that. So let me know that. Um, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to uh, listening to more of my podcast. It won't always be about The Bachelor and Bachelorette. And um, like my YouTube page, you can find me at uh, Leslie. L-O-I-S on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram at at Radio Leslie. You can find me on Facebook at Leslie Lois, L-O-I-S. I'd appreciate it if you follow me and, you know, leave me comments, all that kind of stuff. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you on the next Leslie Lois Unfiltered. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.